You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Daily right here on the BetQL Network, presented as always by BetMGM. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks are with you on a Friday as we look forward to the Division Round weekend. Great stuff there from Jill Gallant. Uh, if you just hopped in, check out our podcast with Jill. Touchdown. A lot of great touchdown props for this weekend. The voice we just heard is Dak Prescott as we get set for the Niners and the Cowboys. Late window Sunday. There's a couple things I think are, are kind of it, – I mean, it's just a fun matchup, right? We saw, And one, we saw this last year. The Niners went to Dallas last year as a small underdog, and they won. Now the Cowboys try to replicate it and do it to them. And then doesn't this just feel like a nostalgic I, – I, I feel like – Pat Summerall and John Madden need to be on the call. It feels like 1993 all over again with these teams in the playoffs. It's great, especially um, that we get it in two straight years. So I'm excited for this game, and I just am surprised where the number is. I feel the same way I feel about the the Bengals-Bills, but the other way. This number feels too small to me. I feel like the Niners are a better team than the Cowboys, and by more than just three and a half points. They've been incredible for two months. I'm surprised we are as short of a number as we are at. We can get into that Bernie's in the booth? Could be. I, I, I feel the, <laughs> the exact same way. It's going to be awesome. It's, it's going to be great. I'm, uh, I mean, how many times did we see? I, I, I'd be curious to look that up myself. It, it always felt like when I was a kid, it was 1-2 in some order in the NFC mm-hmm. side in the playoffs uh, between Dallas and San Francisco, and, and we're going to get this. It's... Um, you know, we know about the rest disparity between San Francisco, extra rest, short short rest for Dallas on the other side. And um, we thought go on Monday when we did the show, going into that game, like, okay, if Dallas wins, it won't be a touchdown like it probably would with Tampa Bay or above a touchdown even. It would maybe be six, five and a half, where we are with Buffalo and Cincinnati, right? And I never thought four Three and a half. Right now, the majority of domestic books are at four. There's some other spots outside of the U.S. that are at three and a half. This line is screaming. Dallas is the play, isn't it? And and maybe it's a lot of sharper betters that are wrong. Maybe they're just wrong on this, that they've been waiting for the Brock Purdy moment. Okay, tough test. Not only is uh, everything online, it was last week too, but that was against a weak defense. Not only is everything on the line, but now you're going to have to face some pressure for the first time. I mean, Seattle, Arizona, Vegas, Washington, Seattle. I mean, these teams don't pressure you. He hasn't faced this before. So that's right. what I find interesting. The other part is they still have not lost the game with Christian McCaffrey. Ever since he, he got there, they just run the table, but all the attention is on Brock Purdy. I find that fascinating. If this is the good Cowboys team, they can absolutely win this game. And I know it would appear shocking but look at the point spread. It's three and a half. It's not that big of a difference. If you put these teams on a neutral field, 
they're saying that the Niners are a, a, a hair better, maybe a point better, somewhere in that range. So I'm looking at the, the Cowboys' quality wins. I don't think I'm overreacting to what we saw, but if you get the good Dak, come on. good The good Dak that we saw the other day versus Purdy, I – I don't think it's much of a question. I know Purdy's uh, performed to a very high level, but he's, he's had uh, the big-time advantage in every one of those matchups, and they haven't been a good quarterback yet. When he's there, they haven't faced tough quarterbacks. So, man, I, I'm, ta- I'm really talking myself into the Cowboys' side, and, and especially since I'm getting more than a field goal. What do you think, Aaron? I mean, Niners, winners of 11 straight, Cowboys riding high after beating the Bucs. Um, we've talked about the inconsistency of Dak and this Cowboys team, and then also you've got a rookie quarterback on the Niners' side. I'm going to stay away from a side. I would lean Niners. Um, I would love to see Brock Purdy and the Niners uh, get this win, but I'm going to look at um, a prop that I really like. Brock Purdy, under 240 and a half, passing yards he's only gone over that twice last week he had 332 and then against the Raiders he had 284 but I think against this Cowboys defense it's gonna be his toughest test and he can still have multiple touchdowns and go under that number just looking at his game log um so Mm -hmm. yeah I'm gonna that's gonna be the play I'm gonna have here Brock Purdy under 240 and a half maybe he will turn into a pumpkin maybe he won't but uh, I'm just going to stay away from the side and have the prop. Yeah, I, I like the Niners. Now, the number's creeping up towards four, and that might be my limit where I'm willing to bet it. You know, the three and a half, four, now we're at four at BetMGM. I just trust them more. I trust their coaching staff more. Week to week, they're more consistent. Yeah, Joe, I agree with you. If the, if the Cowboys bring their best, can they win this game? Yeah. Cover and win, they can. But they all, they sometimes don't bring but their best. They? I mean, yeah. I, I think there's a little <laughs> – overreaction towards what they did to the Bucs. The Bucs stink. The Bucs were two late drives away from being a six-win team. They beat up a six-win team last week, six-seven-win team that won, that won eight. The Niners are a step up in class. I trust them more. And, yeah, Dak's better than Purdy, but Purdy's playing really good football right now. It, the, the total's interesting to me on this game because we were talking about two teams that basically are scoring 30 a game over the past month and a half, two months. And yet this total's mm-hmm. 46. I know that, I mean, obviously yeah. we're talking about good defenses, right? So that's that's why we're here. But can these two teams be held under 46 points? I don't know. I don't know. Even, even with the best defenses, can you hold the – there's a lot of really – like think about the weapons in this game. Debo, Ayuk, Kittle, McCaffrey, Zeke, Pollard, Lamb. Two quarterbacks playing, you know, could play well. Like it feels like a low number with these two teams. You know – yeah, on uh, on on the react overreaction to the Cowboys against a sub five hundred Bucks team that just happened to win their division because they were in the worst division of football. Do you view taking down Philadelphia with Minshew as a quality win? That's an okay. That's a pretty good win. Not not great, but pretty good. About going to Minnesota for, and winning forty to three. The margin is, that a good is win? impressive. Yeah, that's a good. The mar- yeah. Yeah. yeah, Cincinnati, Giants still alive. They beat them twice. I'm just saying yeah. that the resume is better for the Cowboys side. 
I know that sounds strange with a team winning 11 straight games, but their best, I think, is better than what we've seen out of San Francisco this year just because of the quality of the opponent. Not all of that is San Francisco's fault either. That's just something that stands out. Here's something else that I'm starting to wonder because we've made a lot out of the Cowboys' defense outside of last week and tail end of the season. What do we think about a few weeks back, the, the combo of Heineke and Wentz throwing for 270 and three touchdowns on this Niners defense. What do we think about Stidham throw, throwing a couple weeks back for 365 and three touchdowns? Can you pass on this team much more than people are willing to admit? Oh, I think you can. Yeah, I, th- I think you can. They're, not the, they're the best defense, but not the best pass defense. Right? They're yeah. overall a really good defense. I, I think you can. Um I'm really looking forward to this game. And then you get the Dan Quinn, Kyle Shanahan angle again, too. I mean, that's like the two of them were together, and then they blew the Super Bowl, and now they play each other in the playoffs now two years in a row. It's a fun one. Mm-hmm. Um, any props standing out? I thought the Ayuk one by Joe Gallant was a strong idea. I like that. McCaffrey's been explosive. I mean, I'm, I was looking at it's. Yeah, I know it's a good Cowboys defense, yeah. but, you know, the Cowboys allowed – 10 or more yards um, on running back carries, 11% of the time, 23rd is towards the bottom. Their bottom three in explosive run rate allowed. That screams McCaffrey breaks a big one at some point in this game. So uh, maybe it's the longest carry for him. He had the big one last week he broke down the sideline. I've heard a lot of sharp people on the Ayuk one. That's, that's interesting. All the weapons on the San Francisco side, Debo has a big week. We've talked a lot about McCaffrey. Uh, Kittle, of course, always not having the season that we're, we're used to with him, but still, he's, he's always a threat, and a lot of people have honed in on Ayuk. McCaffrey's longest rush is 16 and a half, so just to put a, a number on that. All right, what do you got, Paul? Similar to the Ayuk angle, but on the other side. So we talked about the San Francisco pass defense, which surprisingly, like, yes, you can pass on them. They do have the number one coverage grade according to pro football focus, but eighth fewest yards allowed to tight ends, just four touchdowns. So you would think if you're D'Amico Ryan, it's like, all right, let's not let Dalton Schultz beat us. We saw what he did last year or last week, sorry. And then also, okay, C.D. Lamb, we got to take him away. That leaves you Michael Gallup. With six targets last week, mm-hmm. four receiving, four, 46 yards, a touchdown. Second most targeted receiver behind C.D. Lamb for the Cowboys since week 10. 5.7 targets per game. Red zone targets for the season. Lamb, 15. Schultz, 15. Gallup, 13. And he did have a touchdown last week. He's at plus 380 to score a touchdown. So I think Michael mm-hmm. Gallup is an interesting angle there as well. I like that one. Yeah, I mean, I, there's, that's why the over feels good to me. There's so many weapons. Like, so many of these guys we can see scoring touchdowns in this game. There's a lot of them. Does the yeah. rest and the travel and the road stuff worry you at all? It worries me for the Cowboys. This will be four straight road games, and, and, and they are on a 52-hour rest deficit. I mean, a preparation deficit, excuse me, in this particular game. Niners finished up Saturday. I know they didn't know who they were going to play yet, but okay, they finished yeah. up Saturday. The Cowboys... Couldn't start preparing for the Niners in earnest until Tuesday. And the travel. Four straight road games. That feels like a thing. And I got a kicker that can't make extra points. Worries me. So that travel, that goes actually, it starts before New Year's. It was Dallas to Tennessee, but then they had a week and a half off. 
So I'm not worried about that. Last regular season game, uh, DC in Washington, then back home, then over to Tampa, now to San Francisco. A little bit, but I look at it more like a three, a three straight road games because after the Tennessee game, they had a week and a half off. Yeah, that's in, that. That's a little wrinkle in it. That's not. It's probably not being brought yeah. up enough because I keep hearing and saying it's their fourth straight road game, which it is. But that's a little yeah. technicality that makes it a little bit interesting. I can't wait for this game on Sunday evening. All right, let's do some props. Weekend leaders, specials that are out there. Props for division round weekend next on the Beck UL Network.